This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hey. Hey. What's up? You know, just sitting in this hot room. Always. <laughs> Drinking wine. Enjoying the company of this exciting nutritionist that I know. Who? Her name's Amanda. Oh, is she cool? Yeah. Oh, cool. And with cool, that, cool. I'm Jonna. <laughs> and that's my friend Jonna, who I think is also pretty freaking cool. I'm not as cool as Amanda, but I am Jonna. And the other voice you hear is Amanda. And we're Yep, I Did That. <laughs> yep, I Did That podcast where my beautiful friend Jonna has tried lots of amazing things that you have probably maybe read about and you've been saying, should I try this? And well, Jonna did it. And so we're yep. here to talk about whether they worked or didn't work. And I am here to help bring some science behind why it did or didn't work. Exactly. And today... I don't know how much science can be involved. <laughs> this one is more this. So this is taking a step. If you've been a listener thus far on the Yep, I Did That podcast journey, this is going to be a little of a step aside from what we usually do. And this is kind of just more personal what's happening with us, because it's very interesting what John has been going through. <laughs> um, and we just really felt like we needed to talk about this experience that she had and just kind of talking about the way medicine is going so that you guys have a better understanding. So, yes. So this is Jonna went. Yep, I did that. Went to an L.A. naturopath. Oh, the most <laughs> L.A. thing you could do. Yes. So um, I'm going to tell you a little bit just the story of that experience and what it looked like going to a naturopath. I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe what you could expect from that. Amanda and I are extra burpy tonight. You're not yes. going to hear it because we're being extra courteous and going off mic, but Amanda's drinking LaCroix, which side tangent, I told Amanda I was going to tell her a story once we started recording about um, uh, playing a drinking game with LaCroix. <laughs> So, so in your late twenties, early thirties game, this is like, I already, I have a kid. I can't drink. I'm drinking a LaCroix. So we were with like some of our closest friends at their cabin and we were playing, like we did have like a whiskey, yeah. each of us that we were like sipping on, but we were playing this game called ring of fire, which I, I feel like, uh, she learned it from all her friends from like OCU which is Oklahoma Christian University? Maybe. <laughs> I, don't I think know. that that might be where one like my sister-in-law's sister-in-law. I know they all there there's like a group of them out here. They're all from the musical theater program. Yeah, I think it it's for sure the same school. She's like doing music. Yep. So um sorry, I was googling it. Scratch that. It's uh, fine. We're just going to make it up. It's called Oklahoma Christian University. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of like King's Cup. If you've ever okay, played that. That's why I, that's what I was thinking it was. Yeah. It's okay. it's sort of like that, but like you have the cards around it and um, whatever we put instead of like a drink in the middle or a shot, we just put a LaCroix. And if you lost, then you had to shotgun the LaCroix instead of drink like a shot or mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I think instead of drinking the whole King's cup, cup is like everybody's drink poured in. Right. Yes. Whew, I'm digging deep into that well right now. Right. So 
we had to shotgun a LaCroix and we were a hot mess. It was, I would way rather drink like four shots of mixed alcohol than shotgun a LaCroix, but nobody had a hangover because we were hydrated you the whole time. You were so hydrated. It was, yeah. It's because of the carbonation. Like it you burns always are just like burping so bad. so bad versus like just one like initial sting of like alcohol. Yeah. We legit shotgunned it too, like the poke the, the hole poke in the hole, can. Open the can. Open I tried to. I have a picture evidence of me shotgunning a beer. Um, I was floating the river in San Marcos, yes. and uh, just sorry, Stan and Jackie again. Drunk Amanda, who had been sipping like bagged wine all day during like a, a d- trip down the San Marcos that River, might be which the is most not basic even, like, thing you've ever right? said. Right, like sipping bagged wine. Um, it wasn't even like a good river in Texas. It was the San Marcos River, um, which is so dirty and just oh. whatever. Um, but at like one point we got out and I, I tried to shotgun it. And there's one photo evidence. My beautiful redhead Jen has a <laughs> Who photo probably of it. was so sunburned. She, <laughs> she actually never got incredibly sunburned. I was the one that always burned like mm. over her. But uh, yeah, I have only done it once in my life. But my favorite rule during King's Cup, if we go back to um, high school, Amanda, was that like whenever <laughs> you can make a rule, I always said that you had to like grab it like a dinosaur. So you oh, like had to imagine that you like Tyrannosaurus Rex and go. Rawr! That is so <laughs> funny. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> good, good idea. So if you're playing King's Cup this weekend, you should do the rule. <laughs> grab it like a dinosaur. Yes. Exactly. It's well, hilarious. So anyways, Amanda's drinking LaCroix. I'm drinking LaCroix. And I'm not. And I'm not shotgunning it, but I do get burpy. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so if you hear us randomly giggling, that's why. Because someone's burping off mic. And now back to a natural path. Yes. So I thought it would be interesting to just give my experience... And kind of give you like a, maybe this this probably definitely isn't every naturopath, but it was not what I was expecting slash it should have been what I was expecting walking in. But at this point, like, so just so people understand, like you've been to a lot of doctors at this point, you have been to traditional OBs, you have been to OBs that function primarily in fertility, you have been to a functional medicine doctor at this point, and then now you're going to a naturopath. So you have done... All the spectrum of doctors yes. at and this point. I ha- I was going specifically for fertility, but yes. what this um, naturopath, who I'm not going to name, no, don't name, but just in general, <laughs> what he naturopath. specializes in, or, um, or says he specializes in, but I think he does. I don't know how to know for sure. Um, is like thyroid and um, hormone stuff. Okay, so he basically is like infertility is a symptom of hormone disruption yes or like a lot of times thyroid issues so let's see what the root cause of whatever is going on yeah is um and at this point i've been on i think i talked about it in a past podcast maybe i didn't but i i um got this book called getting pregnant over 30 I think you have talked about the book, but you've never said the name of okay. the book. Or how to get pregnant over after 30. I, I can post it. Yeah. Um, which I'm 28. So, but I still loved it. I don't know. So the whole first chunk is just about like getting yourself healthy for it. Mm-hmm. And it gave a lot of really good diet advice. And it, I w- I've been on for the last three months, like very specific supplements that it um, recommended and it's written by a functional medicine doctor. So, mm-hmm. um, which go ahead. Side note, 
if you happen to not know what functional medicine is, and yeah. we're talking about a naturopath and we're talking about functional medicine, is that um, functional medicine is basically MDs, dietitians, naturopaths, anyone who wants to pursue going to the root issue, like what Jonna was saying, where it's basically that it's not just treating the symptoms. It's like, let's go dig deep as to what's causing the issues. And so it's a doctor that's going to take time that it doesn't matter how many patients they see. So most of the time insurance does or doesn't cover it because most of the time insurance is causing doctors to have a specific number of patients that they're supposed to see within a day. And functional medicine doctors want to spend at least like an hour to an hour and a half with you to understand you as a person. They want to know your timeline, what all has happened within your life, what could be causing these issues versus like just giving you medicine Mm -hmm. to say, let's treat the symptoms rather than figuring out what's actually causing it. And so they want to figure out whether it's diet. And most of the time they do focus on nutrition Um, but they will also just try to see your entire story. They also care about like your mental health. They care about your um, like spiritual health. And so it's all about a full, full broad circle. And that's like the functional medicine, like kind of tree of how whatever the root is, is always going to be causing the leaves, which are the symptoms. Traditional doctors are treating the leaves and they want to treat the root of the tree. Yes. So my husband and Amanda both are just like super pro I mean, functional medicine. Oh my gosh, yes. Like as a dietitian that from 2009, 2010 until now, I have been pursuing functional medicine, integrative medicine as much as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. So, it's so it's my love. I've been on this functional medicine diet basically for fertility, which wasn't super hard. It was like very, they're very big on the 80 20 rule, which is exciting because that's what Amanda loves. I love, and it made me feel a lot more like this is doable than yeah. just like cut everything. Um, so I did cut gluten completely, yeah, uh, about six months ago, actually. So two months before I even started the functional medicine diet with the supplements and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but then like very minimal coffee or caffeine intake, um, really minimal alcohol intake which has been, I've been trying to be 80, 20. I feel like you've been amazing at that. I think I have. I think I guilt myself whenever I do anything that's not in the diet. Like whenever I'm in that 20%, I like make it into a way bigger thing than it actually is. Um, And then gluten, I cut completely. Um, And then sugar. I've been avoiding sugar a lot more Mm -hmm. since starting this. So that's what I was going in with the, that was like my baseline going in. So I'd been doing that for three months going into the naturopath. And my, one of my biggest problems was, and this is something I actually talked to Aaron about, which is frustrating. And this is just like modern medicine and some doctors are great. I actually love my OB who is just like my OB. Like she, she practices Western medicine. Like she's all about, she's like, yeah, try it if it's natural. But She's really chill. Anyways, um, my OB before her found that my FSH was higher than it should be. It was high for my age. It wasn't like the highest FSH I've seen on um, like the internet, but it was high enough that it's like, oh, this could indicate even diminished ovarian reserve. Yeah. Um, But I can't find any test that says that anywhere. And I just realized that like recently I was like, 
there is a really weird scribbled cursive like this is her FSH level, but no blood test attached to it, which is like I would have liked to have actually seen that blood test in person to have that. But anyways, and my progesterone was also indicating like, oh, I was having a hard time ovulating at least the month that he tested. He did one month. Um, So took Clomid, um, actually got pregnant and we miscarried that pregnancy. And we've been functioning for the last year on this idea that like I can't ovulate on my own, basically, Mm -hmm. that I need assistance So I've been since the miscarriage on a lot of fertility drugs and doing every possible thing under the sun. Even before that, I was really doing a ton of stuff trying to get pregnant naturally and it just wasn't happening. But also, yeah, I don't think I got wise on it really until recently. I think I've been like slowly getting wise. So like I did try Vitex, which we talk about in the... um, Party on my pad, party mm-hmm. at my pad episode Yes, uh, where we talk about uh, menstrual cycles. But I tried that before because I saw that and I did try like I've always been on a prenatal, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But I really didn't get like super nitty gritty into like diet change and um, like like really intense supplements like what I did when the functional medicine started. Yeah. So that was my baseline going in is. Three months after the functional medicine, I hadn't been been retested for FSH. The whole time I've been with my new OB, I had been on fertility medication. So I don't actually know what my natural body does. So this was my first time getting blood tests in a year and a half since the original of just seeing what my body even is doing on its own. Which side note, if anyone doesn't know what FSH stands for, it's follicle stimulating hormones. And also within that time, we did we did a AMH, which is an anti-malarian hormone, uh-huh. I think is what it's called. And that's actually a better indicator of your ovarian reserve and saw that I had like perfect ovarian reserve for my age. So FSH might have been like egg quality. We don't really know, yeah. honestly. Um, but and they're like doctors, like modern medicine will say like, you're only as good as your worst FSH. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what you're working with forever. Um, but like I said, now I'm all frustrated because I'm like, how do I even know what the actual number was? Cause there's not a blood test totally. attached that's to that. So my metal, yeah, my medical records don't have every doctor that's looked at it is like, I don't even see where this happened where you see that, which I mean, I'm glad I took the Clomid. Like it did work for me yeah. that first time. Totally. Um, and like maybe even with the progesterone, but I mean, ideally I would have just known this stuff and started this earlier. Yeah. So anyways, that's my baseline. That's what I'm going in. Assuming like I probably have bad egg quality. I can't ovulate on my own. Um, I felt really convinced that my progesterone was low. And my reason for thinking that was I, for the past two months have been really lightly spotting from day seven to day 15 of my cycle which I usually start on day 15 or 16. Yeah. So, or day seven, seven days past ovulation. Sorry. So I don't know what day is the day of my cycle that is. Day like 21. Yeah, I was going to say. Today like 28. I would start spotting, which is the main indicator of that is a low progesterone, which to me meant like, oh, I'm not definitely not ovulating on my own. Yeah. So that's what I went in, walked into the naturopath thinking and now i'll just explain what walking into the naturopath was like and then i'll get to what my tests were yeah 
Um, so I walked into the door and it was nothing like I was expecting. It was like, cause you were probably thinking like traditional doctor doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in a strip mall, like, <laughs> like we live in LA. So I was just like expecting, yeah. I don't know why, because LA doctors are usually not great either, but I mean, I will say I was the first time I went to the art, like my OB in Lubbock, my OB was like so fancy yeah. and like it was essentially kind of like spa-esque yeah. going to it and then coming here it was very sterile yeah. and I got like my weight and everything taken in the hallway and I was like everyone around me is doing this with me <laughs> this is a group happening? effort goodness gracious that's yeah. like all of LA I love my OB in that office is yeah great and I also like love our pediatrician but anyways totally I went to them finally <laughs> But, um, so I walked in, the people are so fascinating that work there. I can only imagine. They are not even LA-esque. That was the weirdest part. It was like, where am I? I feel like I'm in like a weird hippie cult colony. Did you feel like it was, it could be like Sedona-y? Yes. With like Taos? Yes, Santa Fe-y? Yes. Okay. That's kind of what I was envisioning. Yeah. That's perfect. That's exactly what it was like. So like not glamorous at all. Like, like everything, like there's like mix matched, like collage on the wall, everything. It looks like it's straight out of like the seventies kind of with the furniture. Um, and they, I, I wish I could, (laughs) I'm like thinking back and just speechless. Yes. So they're like, yelling about parking like I can hear everything going on within the staff which was very bizarre for me just in general yeah just because I was like whoa they're just talking about all their problems right usually in front of me. everything is like hush hush in yeah, front like, of a oh we'll like, go in the person. back and like yeah talk about this but no it was right in front of me yeah. so going into this um I brought with me like a what is it it's probably like a six page packet of like everything about medical history everything everything. medical everything current and then a three-day food diary Uh uh-huh and i fasted going in before blood tests which was interesting yeah (laughs) um so they finally call me back they were really friendly so there wasn't anything like i I believe that they would be incredibly friendly yeah if Um, we're thinking sedona taos yeah just maybe like over sherry yeah like where it's like i i'm very western and american and like want my space and don't want anybody to be in my space or be communicating in my space while i'm here for this very awkward personal thing so they call me back i sit down and the doctor comes in and he's like hawaiian shirt sandals tommy bahama exactly exactly he looked like he was like hot stuff like when Baywatch was popular like Miami Vice yeah he would have had like the pushed up uh linen suit I doubt this guy has ever put a suit on in his life (laughs) he's like he's uh, more like surfer yeah yeah I don't know how else to explain it but like the like it is like the Miami Vice hair though yes right that's that like that spiky like yeah so he sits down and he hands me this like metal hand thing. Always a good sign. I can't even, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like any of you listening that's been to a naturopath, maybe this is a common occurrence. Uh, we, I've never been. So yeah, it's- I have friends that totally believe in this and like are like, yeah. Uh, but he hands it to me and it's like this metal circular plate thing 
that has an imprint of a hand on it with like little like LED type lights on the fingerprints. <laughs> and he's like, put your hand on this <laughs> while and while we're talking and I'm just going to read your energy <laughs> while we talk about everything. Mm-hmm, and I was like, mm-hmm. immediately I was like, what the crap? This is a lie detector test. <laughs> Which I did tell Aaron, I have this weird thing where it's like, I want to be healthy and I want everybody to tell me everything direct. Yes. But I also have this temptation to lie whenever it's like, oh, how yeah. many drinks did you have this week? You're like, I had zero. I had zero drinks this week. I never As had you one drink. drink wine. Exactly. Like, hey. So I actually did try to be honest, but the whole time I was like, yeah, this is definitely just a lie detector. <laughs> Do you, if you can, I don't know how good the audio is on the background noise, but Amanda's just pouring herself wine while we talk about this. Um, so then he proceeded to just ask me a lot of stuff. He said some of the stuff that I indicated sounded like I could have Hashimoto's, um, that he thought could have been, um, brought on by stress. Like that can be a, what's it called? An inducer. Yeah. And in like a trigger, Mm -hmm. right. Where, and like, that is pretty common. Amanda might know more about that, but with autoimmune diseases in general, like there's a trigger or like something that offsets it. Yeah. Um, so, and autoimmune diseases do run in my family. So I was like, of course I have Hashimoto's in like, this whole time. Of course it is, yes. Um, so tell him everything the whole time. So it's like 30 minutes. I'm just getting my energy read. I never even heard what my energy was. That's the worst part, <laughs> I feel like. I don't know what my energy was. You're like, if you're doing this, could you at least fill me in? Tell me my so vibe. That, like, I know what I'm like putting <laughs> off into the world. Like... Is it positive energy? Is it positive energy? Is it negative? Is Am it I magnetic? Sassy? <laughs> Is it a sass just like permeating from me? So funny. So I actually don't know. I wonder. I have a. So I have a third follow up in five weeks. You need to ask. What I your, need to like, ask. Energy. Can you tell me what was? my energy reading was? I wonder if it's like an EKG looking thing. <laughs> I hope it is. Where it's just like. So I walked into work. Uh, the other day, pure bar, to, pure bar yes. to teach pure bar, and like I was not in a good mood, and I walked in, and um, one of the girls at work's desk, she does like reiki and thing, and, and like she does like health coaching and or not health coaching, but like yeah. spiritual coaching kind of thing, which is also for any Vanderpump Rules fans, what oh Jack Taylor is doing on Vanderpump if Rules. If you want to do Vander, she used to be my boss. Yes. So um, that's which a, there's is a lot of that all around. Beer lots of things to say. Um, but uh, yeah, so she, as soon as I walked in, she was like, hey. And I was like, hi. And my voice obviously changed. And I'm, I was not pretending. Like I am, I'm being very, like I've become very adamant about not pretending as to where I'm at. But she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm, I'm just not doing okay. She's like, um, you walked in and there was just like blue all around you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the meanest. I know. I am also like that, but I'm. I also am very open to just being like, okay. And mm-hmm. she was just like, and that's like the color of like something's Sadness. like turmoil, like something's yeah. going on. And so she's like, what's wrong? And it, and I know that like my voice was also different, but she. I also am like, you know what? Like, your body's putting energy. Yeah, into my body's the world. putting energy into the world. <laughs> She She's can like, see my rose quartz it. is burning me. My rose quartz is burning me. <laughs> That's hilarious. And so yeah. I was just like, I, I am not a full believer in all of that, but I am very much like there is 
there's worth in it. And so, yeah. like, I want to know what your, like, your energy reading was. Yeah. Like, I may not be a full believer in it, but I do find it worth, like, yeah. there's worth in it because then it's at least making you be present to understand, like, yeah. it, and to recognize where it's, like, someone else saying, like, your light is blue or whatever. <laughs> it's like something wrong. And you're like, there is something wrong. And then it's like going internally and figuring there's out always like, something wrong. What's going on. I'll and be I a think, skeptic. <laughs> exactly. But then it's also like, always just being present. Yeah. You know, like what we've talked about of being like, just mindful and being present. I think that those things, like whether you believe or not are ways to yeah. encourage you to be present. And there, there definitely is something to energy, which totally. is the most LA thing we could ever say. But I mean, like if you're in a room with someone that's like very joyful yes, and like it's you contagious. pick up on it's contagious. So there is something to energy, but I don't know. And if people are negative, like you tend to be more negative. Exactly. You get a vibe. Yes. Some would call that discernment. <laughs> Other call it energy. Others would call it blue. Other so, calls it blue, red, or orange. We love you all. I don't know what any of those of what you call it. mean. <sighs> Maybe one day. So we'll energy, hear about that. So You don't know what your energy reading is, but you did this, and then what happened after you did the energy reading? So then, basically, he oh, he did also ask me to stick my tongue out, <laughs> and then looked at my tongue and told me that my tongue looks stressed. And I was like, well, no crap. I'm stressed. I just told you I've been dealing with fertility and miscarriage for two years, and we live yeah. in L.A., which you've heard us talk about many times, is a stressful place to live. Both environmentally, financially, like, emotionally. How many times have you seen, seen that aren't stressed? Yes. You're like, I would like to know outside of like really like famous people in Los Angeles, I would like to know someone who's not stressed living in Los Angeles. Uh, and what? Yeah. Anyways, I did go home and Google stuff about tongues and whether you can tell. Is stuff. my tongue stressed? I don't know. I think it has to do with like how pink the end is and our both our tongues are dark purple is right mine now red? from wine. <laughs> <laughs> They're just totally different. It is red. You do look a little you have stressed out tongue. I have a stressed out tongue. You do. Life. LA. So that was interesting as well. And again, I'm just telling you these things so you can be prepared. And I'm not even like I'm like half a believer and I, I am half a believer. This was kind of like my I have a good friend um, who swears by him and her sister, um, which I've talked about. I've talked about Bri before. She's who got me on yeah. elderberry syrup. So her and her sister are like all about this stuff. Her, their whole family is like, yeah. right now I have some weird air neutralizer running in my bedroom that I'm borrowing from her that she swears by that I'm like, I don't know what I think about this. And that's saying a lot because this whole podcast is based on me trying crazy crap that has literal no science behind yes. it. But Bri is like next level of me. Yeah. And we love her for that. We love her. But for basically that. she was like, try this guy. He's amazing. And he's helped my whole life. Yeah. Whatever. So this was like my last case. Like I think I've probably spent a year of talking to Bri, yeah. which she could probably test to of being like, no, this is hippie weirdness and I'm not about it. But I swore by it and she did get pregnant right after she started going to him and her sister's going to him for stuff. So I don't know, whatever doing it. We'll see. Yeah. I, do, I have a stressed out tongue. Apparently um, your tongue is really just, are you stressed? Stick out your tongue. That yeah. should be your new party trick where it's like, <laughs> Hey, 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 stick let out your tongue. Let me see your tongue. I can oh. tell you're stressed. You're Let's stressed. <laughs> let me put your hand on my hand. Your your energy is reading stress. <laughs> I think it'd be weird most places, though. Just after this experience, I'm like, this is probably 
fairly run-of-the-mill naturopath. Please write in and tell me, all of you people who have been to naturopaths, if this is normal. <laughs> but I'm assuming it is. I, I mean, and I honestly you know what? have zero Based idea. on how much he focused on my diet, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not adding in a ton of fun- functional medicine stuff. Most NDs, like if they're NDs, they are going to focus on like n- the nutrition. So they're... Their basic thing is also the same as like a functional medicine or or integrative doctor. So it's like they're trying to find the root. So they're always going to be like focused on the nutrition aspect. They may just have a couple other like interesting takes on the like spiritual part versus just asking about like the spiritual aspect of you. Like how are you taking care of yourself in that way? Mm -hmm. They're going to like take it a step further of being like, I'm going to read your energy or because it's just kind of in that realm, you know? So yeah, I definitely think there's like some Chinese medicine involved. That's definitely what like the tongue was. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll be convinced, um, soon. I mean, it is all about results and it, it, I mean, if you practice the belief of everything happens for a reason, then you went to this doctor for a reason, regardless of whether the energy reading was correct or not. Like it's, it's playing a, <laughs> and the reason may have a been a story or a place to in go your story to just talk about on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Or it was only for us to have for content. You to Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I do think that, like, it's it's all here for a reason. Yeah. And so it's like you went, something is going to trigger something, yeah. whether it be a pregnancy or whether it be something just benefiting you yeah. in general health-wise. It's all going to be for a reason. And so right. it's just funny along the way. It is funny. To figure out, like... I'm. I just want to know what your reading is. I do too. I'm gonna ask. I have to go back in a few weeks, so I'll ask. And that will be my third time. So I'm getting to results stuff soon. So after I already touched on the fact that I, I'm actually a really social person. So I'll talk to. I'll strike up a conversation <laughs> yes. with anyone, and like people will be like, "Come on, let's go." Yeah. And actually, Aaron and I are both like that. My husband and I oh, will I be. T- I could talk for hours. Yeah. So we're always like the last to leave the party and yeah. we're both always mainly me. I'm always annoyed because I'm an extroverted introvert. So I'm like, I have to talk to this person right now, but also I'm dying inside that I'm stuck here right now. But anyways, yes, <laughs> mostly that's, that's actually only in big crowd situations or like group situations. I yes. prefer one-on-one hangs anyways. So keep in mind that I'm feeling like very, I want to be in my bubble and I don't really want to have any conversations with anybody besides just about why I'm here and what I'm here to do. And I just want to get in, get out, go pick up my kid from preschool. (laughs) So I go into, which it wasn't a very long um, appointment anyways. Like they said to schedule out an hour and a half. I think it was like 45 minutes total. Oh, that's very short. Yeah. Um, I was really thorough on my paperwork though. So maybe that helped. Um, so I go in with his nurse, who I don't actually know if she's a nurse or not. I'm going to assume she is. She did, like, the blood drawing and stuff. She's at least a phlebotomist. Ex- at least that, right? You have to be. Do you? Me? No? Well, in, a, in a doctor's office, you for sure yeah. have to at least be a phlebotomist. I mean, I drew blood in my research, and I am not a phlebotomist, but I was trained by a phlebotomist. Okay. Well, it didn't hurt. I've had worse. And over I would the past- love to draw your blood. I am a really good, like... I have a theory that 
my son will be a phlebotomist because he's okay. So over the last two years, yeah, I've gotten my blood drawn at least once a month, sometimes yeah. twice a month. And it's a lot of blood. So he's always there like staring at it with me. He's like, this is the He's all, are you going to get bloods? That's what are you going to get bloods? Are you going to get bloods? Why is your bloods black? Do you watch it go in? No. Oh, I have to. I can't watch it go in and I'm fine once it's in. Um, and I don't freak out about, I just can't watch it or I get nauseous. Is it weird that I'm like touching my veins she right is, now? She is. She's like stroking like, her weird arm crotch veins. So because like my research that I did, I had to put so many like catheters in uh-huh. to veins that like it became You have crazy veins right there too. I have amazing veins. Yeah. It and actually, if you looked at my arms, I look like I could have been a drug addict because I got practiced on so much <laughs> to like put in like butterfly needles. Yeah, and so there's like little dots oh. like all over my veins, and I'm always petrified that people are going to look at my arms and be like, um, "Ma'am, do you have something to tell?" It's because she's in a medical field, and and so I was like, "No, no, no!" It's because I was doing research and like people were yeah. practicing putting butterflies in but i like it became a thing that like i would always be feeling people's like arms yeah because i had to put it in like my friend jada she had like to do the test after me and she had it on b subjects and so it was where veins are a little bit harder to like feel mm-hmm. and so i had to come in and like do them all for her and so it's all about like if you can feel something. And so now I like, it's just a natural like tick. Like after my breast reduction. She just weirdly strokes her arm crotch. Yeah. And I like (laughs) would hold my boobs after my breast reduction. (laughs) And then now I just like always randomly like feel where a vein is going. Especially when I'm talking about it. Yeah. Oh, Oh, the fact that you're talking about it. I'm like that one. They always pick this one. That little guy. It's not sticking out like yours. You can feel it. I don't you know. can feel like which way it's going. I'm like desensitized completely to being stuck. Um, but I just don't like to look at it when it's happening. I have to watch it. Well, I'm also very like <laughs> particular. I'm annoying probably uh, whenever someone gives gets my blood. Yeah, I don't actually know any of this book crap that goes along with it. I just don't want to see it. So I go in. Anyways, <laughs> I go in with this nurse. Who's wearing scrubs, so she seems more nursey. She is legitimate (laughs) then if she's wearing scrubs. You cannot buy scrubs unless you have some some sort of degree. How? I don't... Oh, she... Okay. I want to be kind because she was nice. It was just like the oversharer of the year award goes to this nurse. So the test she's doing is a bunch of blood tests. And they're all like legit medical blood tests that we'd ran at like... A reputable lab um for like hormones and just different levels that mm-hmm. like any normal doctor would run actually too yeah. um and like a full thyroid panel that kind of stuff yeah um and also an ekg nice. and then like an acidity test like a saliva acidity test with your stressed out tongue with my stressed out tongue um I feel like there's probably more going on that I didn't even know was going on while yes. this is happening. But she's like, dang, I have that stinking Frozen song stuck in my head. Let it go. And I was like, because I'm me, I was like, oh, yeah, we just – my family has d- annual passes to Disney. 
And we had just now this year gone to see Frozen Live. <gasps> it's so good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. I, I've never seen the. I had never seen the movie at that point, okay. so it was great to me. I am like really partial to Aladdin, oh, so I'm yeah. like, it was really good, but Aladdin was better. Yeah. But I did still love Frozen. That's because one of our friends was also Aladdin yeah. for a long time. Yeah, it was just, I just like love Aladdin so much. Yes, me Anyways, too. so I was like, I'll be nice and be like, yeah, have you, she said my daughter loves Frozen right now. So um, like we're always listening to this song. It's always stuck in my head. And I was like, have you taken your daughter to Disney? Have you seen Frozen live? Like I feel like your daughter would love that. And she's like, yeah, I love it. I thought it sucked. And <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought it was okay. And she goes on to go on this rant about how she's really frustrated at Disney because now they're going to make Elsa lesbian. And like this whole thing about how like Frozen 2 is going to be about like Elsa and her girlfriend and how she can't like support that. And I was like, whoa, this is just a lot of information coming in. And you work in Los Angeles. So this is like. And at a naturopath. And at a naturopath. You would not think like conservative thoughts at a naturopath in LA. No, it was so, and I was like, what do I say? How do I even be in this conversation? And I'm getting an EKG during this. (laughs) You're like, I'm not supposed to be stressed out. (laughs) Well, she's saying that. And I was just like, "Uh mm -hmm." just listening and kind of just like let that conversation die. Cause it's like, this person's literally taking my blood right now. And it's like, yes, is this person like somebody that I'm going to get into like a deep conversation with this about and yeah. like really get down to the nitty gritty in here? No, <laughs> no. And this is coming from me being like, I just really don't want to go out of my bubble right now. It's like, who knows what I'm like? I don't know. I probably didn't handle the situation correctly, but also what the heck? It's so awkward. So I'm sitting there. This happens. And then as she's like strapping on. So this is that was during the saliva test and the blood blood being drawn okay then she starts the ekg and she starts talking to me some oh she says do you want to have more kids and i was like well yeah that's why i'm here we've been wanting to have more kids like whatever and for those of you who don't know i mean no one's like meaning that mean but like now that i've like struggled with having another child be born alive that's like not a helpful question to ask anyone ever because that's like very personal yeah um just be careful about how you word that. Like, who knows? Uh, anyways, so she asked me that and I said, yes, that's why I'm here. She's like, oh, great. I've seen a lot of people get pregnant after they do this stuff. Um, I didn't or I didn't want to have more kids, blah, blah, blah. Starts talking about how like her and her longtime husband had two older boys and then her husband wanted to have another kid. So she had another one. That's why she has her young daughter now. And how her husband was abusive and now they're divorced. And it was just like, what is happening to me? I was like, I was like trying to be encouraging like to her as a woman, but also like I'm literally getting an, I think an EKG. I've never had an EKG. So I don't actually know if what you're sticking, like, I don't know what you're reading about me. Yes. You're like, is this a lie detector? Are you just trying to figure right. out like how I respond or like, to what these even, like situations? I've never had an EKG. So I don't even know like, what you're looking at on your screen. I don't know if you stuck the little sticky things on my body correctly. Yes. Also, I didn't shave my legs that day because I didn't know I was going to get an EKG. So I was like, there's so much leg hair because it wasn't just that day. It was like two weeks of leg hair because it was cold. So my legs, if you were to lift up my pants right now, are real rough. (laughs) So it was like that status and she's sticking that on. 
So anyways, that being said, it was a very awkward testing phase where it's like, what is happening to me? And how, what do you do? Because you're like in a, it's not a medical professional, but like that type of a setting. But it's in the setting where like you're so used to Western medicine that you're like, nurses don't talk like this. No. They talk about like light topics with you or they talk about, or at least they know like they read your chart. Yeah, or normally, like, I've had a couple... they talk to you. I haven't had, like, the most amazing nurses, but I would say, like, a lot of nurses at my new OB are, like, very sweet. So they're yeah. like, hey, how are you? Like, they're, like, reading off of... They're reading my energy. Yeah. And, like, yeah. going off of that. And, totally. like, clearly you're here for a reason, and it's not me. <laughs> yes. So it's, like, taking on this lady's stuff, which probably, I mean... Maybe that's like Enneagram something or I don't know, but I was like taking it on and like, I think what? that's a lot of people's like, so some of my other friends that I and my, my beautiful oldest sister, she's like this, um, where it's, it's, you're so empathetic that like the people's like people's things become your own. Yeah. And it's, I don't have that. <laughs> like. I'm very apathetic whenever it comes to other people's things sometimes. And I think that like it it's just it's so hard. It's yeah. so hard to and be I do that think type of person. Since like like all, really since like the fertility struggles and miscarriages and just like the really hard year that yeah. we had. I've gotten better about boundaries with myself. Like yeah. I don't have the emotional capacity to take this person's stuff on. Nor is it my job to take this person's stuff on. Yeah. But I can be there for you. Yeah. But I was like, do I be there for this? It was like, you're I don't like, even You're know. a stranger and you're the nurse that's telling me about how you don't like Elsa could be a lesbian. And then now you're telling me that your husband has been abusive to you. I don't know divorced, what to do. And, it, and now you're I like, don't I don't know what know. to do. And also like we got to the point of like, I don't know if I want to get a hysterectomy because I don't want to have kids anymore. But like, what if I meet someone new and they want to have kids? I was like, what is that is very bizarre. Tell me how that's bizarre, right? That's incredibly bizarre. <laughs> I was like, is this weird? That's like a a step beyond personal information. It like, was a lot. It's like this is what you tell your long lost girlfriend that you meet for or coffee. Or your therapist. Or your therapist. I was like, do I give Not off your that patient. Vibe? Do I give off that vibe? I do think that I am one of those people that people just automatically start opening up to. Yeah. And which I'm fine with. Yeah. And I will accept it. But definitely in like a medical professional like, yeah. like situation, I would have been like. Yeah. Like there's places where it's like, oh, we're becoming friends where it's like, this is appropriate. And I want to be there yes. for you. I want to hear your story. And I'm like a part of your journey because we're friends yeah. versus like. I'm going to see you once maybe again in my life. Yeah. Or even like a stranger where it, even on the street sometimes yeah. people like say something to you. That feels more appropriate. Than when you're getting an EKG. when you're getting an EKG <laughs> or you're getting your blood drawn to like tell very intimate personal details. Yeah. And I was like, I yeah, I didn't know how to respond. I was like, do I continue? I was like, I want to be... I don't know. I was like very over analyzing everything. Like, what do I say right now? Because I also don't want you to keep talking to me. It's very bizarre. But then you also want to still like be encouraging and and compassionate and and empathetic to the fact that she has like this crazy story she's telling me where she also just ranted about Disney for 
20 minutes right before that. And she knows like I'm there to be like, because we've had fertility struggles and like, Whatever. So I think was, I'm very protective of you. So I'm already like annoyed by this woman that I've never even met because she's yeah. like, "So, do you want another baby?" And I'm like, "Read your f- <laughs> fucking notes." Like, right? You're but then also like, here for sure. Let's talk issues. to the girl that's like, "I want seven kids. That's why we tried so early, and that's why I'm struggling with stuff so yes. young." Is because like we're finding this out early, which is great, but because. I want a big family and you're like, I'm thinking about getting hysterectomy because I don't want any more kids and blah, 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 which is like, that's Which is fine. your choice. That's it your choice. But it's just fine. like not an appropriate place to be having that conversation yeah. in that moment. Like in that exact moment. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, uh, yeah, whatever. I think everybody understands what I'm saying. It was awkward. And I'm like, yes. well, I like also want to, like, I don't want to just not say anything back. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't get it at all. I have no idea what you're saying and I don't know who you are. <laughs> Anyways, so that was like 30 minutes of tests. That's a long time to be hearing just That's how I knew all this stuff. Um, so, so anyways, leave, come back a week later to get my blood test results. Yeah. Which is where I only have to talk to the doctor Except for I hear like the front desk staff. This is when I heard them like really arguing about like someone was late and they're like, you know, the parking's hard on Thursdays. You should have been here on time. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so awkward. I can hear all this. Grievances. That is just such a different experience than like my. Just imagine if that like office was in Silver Lake. Versus North Hollywood in the parking situation. <laughs> yeah. I could for sure imagine something like this happening in Silver Lake, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But I also just shoved my face into the microphone. I'm very sorry. <laughs> there was a loud rustle. Just I was like, <sighs> I know. <laughs> um, so I go in to get my blood test results. And remember, if we think back through all my crazy long story that I've been telling to the beginning, I went into the first appointment thinking I had low progesterone. I was probably not ovulating on my own. Like I was going to see all these problems that I assumed. And every single test came back that I was like normal. ridiculously healthy. Like not even just in the normal range, but like in the middle of the normal range. Like very right there or even like healthier sometimes, which was insanely shocking. Like I not only ovulated on my own but i ovulated like my progesterone was as high as when i was on fertility meds on its own so that was like really good yeah um like i think doctors like to see it around like 15 i want to say i might be wrong on this if you're ovulating naturally and it was like in the 20s like 25 which is like really good for a natural ovulation yes um and like my FSH was great and normal, normal, not high. not high at all. Like great. Um, the only thing that was slightly high was my testosterone, <laughs> which we discussed this last episode a little bit. Drinking, drinking can cause elevated testosterone. Yes. Which is why we were like, hey, Jonna, maybe this could be. It. Yeah. I don't know if it'll, I don't know what episode, I can't remember what episode that was on, but. Periods. Periods, yes. So. Party in my head. Yes. So he, what he does is gives you supplements and a strict diet for Which five on, weeks. like one of the most strict diets ever. I've seen in a while. 
Yes. And I'm following it 80, 20. <laughs> I feel Which, like that's, that's okay yeah. with how strict that is. Um, because you've been doing so much right? that I feel like that's okay. Yeah. And like, honestly, so Bri and her sister, their follow-up appointment was like insanely long. Yeah. Where he's going through like, these are your results. And this is why I'm doing this. And mine was like 10 minutes. And I literally, he looked at me and was like, you're really healthy. So, uh, here you go. <laughs> it was kind of like a, yeah. let's try. So he really, yeah. like, um, my thyroid was perfect, but he wanted to tweak it down just a tiny bit. And I have looked at studies. I'm like an overload information person. So I yeah. like to know everything I possibly can about everything. I'm where... the exact opposite when it comes to myself. <laughs> Which is crazy. Right? So uh, there have been studies, I think it's in Europe, where they've been giving like natural thyroid um supplements to couples with unexplained infertility and they've seen like a huge success in that so he did put me on like a very very light natural thyroid supplement um which all derives from like animal yeah stuff um i think it's animal thyroid actually desiccated most of the things i feel like i looked at yeah is like animal products yeah so He's like, I want to tweak this and I want to tweak the testosterone down. Maybe that's why you're spotting. Who knows? I don't, I still don't even know why I spotted. Um, Like I've had thoughts of endometriosis, but like there's literally no other indicator that that would be there. And it's so hard to diagnose. Like what we talked about where my mom was like, yeah, I have endometriosis and she didn't find out until she had her hysterectomy. And they saw the scar Mm -hmm. tissue. Yeah. And like my tubes are open. Like there's no indicator besides like if we did a laparoscopic surgery which I don't feel like we need to do that right now yeah um so clearly the stuff I was doing before if I wasn't already healthy which who freaking knows because I can't find any blood tests that tells me um definitely I wasn't super healthy just being on those fertility drugs and synthetic hormones for a year yeah but being on that functional medicine diet going in I'm guessing was a huge part there was a ton of I feel like that had a huge like implication yeah. on your hormones. Yeah. So I feel like my healthiest right now and I'm doing his diet. The technical <laughs> Amanda is yawning and burping. We're just, <laughs> it's a party over here. We're really awesome. Life. <laughs> Drinking wine. I've also been up since like five. Oh, rough. So, to teach, not my son to work. She's a working Keep woman. <laughs> This is Amanda's bedtime story because it's so fascinating. Um, (laughs) No, it is. Like, honestly, like, I just want to take a moment to say that I'm actually really thankful that you're willing to talk about all of this. Like, just because so many of my friends that aren't in Los Angeles have dealt with, like, infertility or have dealt Mm -hmm. with, like, miscarriages and, and and my family, like my sister has, and for so long, it has been such a private, quiet thing. Mm-hmm. And I think m- people are becoming more vocal about it, but it also is people willing to share their story. And yeah. so the fact that you're being willing to share this story with me and with our listeners is huge because of the fact that like, there's so many women mm-hmm. that are dealing with this. And also I feel like so many women also think 
that it only happens 35 and older. Yeah. And it's not like it can happen Mm -hmm. to anyone. And I think that that's whenever people become silent Mm -hmm. is whenever it's at a 28 year old. Yeah. Or 26 year old. You were 26 at the time whenever you started having infertility issues. That's so young. Yeah. And so I think that it is very important. I think it's Mm -hmm. very brave. And I also think that so many people are going to appreciate hearing you talk about it. Thanks. I mean, this is a more like lighthearted episode (laughs) like talking about the naturopath, but like the root issue as to why you went, I think it's very important. Yeah. Well, I'm here. Like people are hearing this. Yeah. It is. It's super helpful to just hear that you're not alone Mm because it feels like a really lonely thing, especially when you're younger. Yeah. It feels really lonely because the people around you probably aren't struggling with it when you're younger. Or you have people like who, me, whenever my sister told me that she had her first miscarriage, that I was incredibly selfish and just oblivious to what that meant Yeah, at that time Right, that you can't comprehend it. Yeah. And then it takes years and then you realize like how amazingly selfish you were in those moments and you're Mm -hmm. like, I'm so sorry. And so you have people. There's grace for everybody to say dumb things. We've all done it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's part of this. The whole journey is just like normalizing stuff like that. So like it is not like it shouldn't be kept hidden when miscarriages happen or infertility is going on. And I'm sure we will definitely probably be having a podcast or two just oh about gosh, what yes. I've done for fertility and like my body in general. Yes, there's but so much. There's so much, but I'm happy to be talking about it. I'm not happy it's going on, but I'm happy to talk about it. So it all happens for a reason. Yeah. Maybe, I, I don't know. I but, just, yeah. am, the most, the thing that I am the most excited about is just to know what your energy reading is because <laughs> the, my, my perception of your energy is that it's, just fabulous maybe a little sassy fabulous <laughs> with a side of sass like whatever color sass is that's my that's color what's around your head <laughs> probably like 24 7 and then there's like just like shards of other it's just colors, like, like sass and through. like sadness is my aura no. we all sadness no for Not sure 100%. any enneagram nerds out there i'm a four which is the saddest of the numbers <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning to love it. I'm learning that it's not just a sad number, but it's taken it. It's been a journey. So that was so Eeyore. You were like, <laughs> yes. wah, wah, he is a four. I'm convinced of it. But For yeah, sure. I basically am on this diet. <laughs> Circling back. I'm on this diet that I should be following to a T to really see if it does yeah. anything. And then a ton of supplements that yeah. he gave me. Um, and so I'm like kind of cutting out a little bit of the supplements I've been doing from the functional medicine book and yeah. doing these other ones. So I'm not just taking 5 million I capsules a day. Smart. Yeah. But that's not what I'm sustainable. doing. Yeah. He just said like, I don't want to freak your system out and you're already taking 4 million things. So please yeah. stop some of these at least. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel healthy right now though, but I also felt healthy going in. So we'll see. We'll see if my testosterone is tweaked. I am doing my best. You're doing your best. I'm doing my best, and we'll see if my um, thyroid is tweaked down a little bit in a couple weeks. Yeah. And I'll have a little update for you in a future episode, and we can see 
what came of it. But that's my Jonna goes to the naturopath story. <laughs> and if you have any guesses on what her energy readings are, please send them to Yep, I Did That podcast <laughs> because I have lots of thoughts, but you may too. Yeah, I so want to know your thoughts. If any of you do, is it right? Reiki? Reiki? Reiki. Is yeah. it Reiki? Reiki. Reiki? I don't know. It's, Rafiki? It's one of those. It's not Rafiki. That is Lion King monkey <laughs> that lifts up Simba. Yes. Goes, ah, if uh, any of you do that, maybe it, can you read energies? Are you just thinking like Brittany's like Southern Kentucky accent where she's always like Reiki? Reiki. Maybe. Reiki. From Vanderpump Reiki. Rules. Yeah, from Vanderpump Rules. No, I, I think it's Reiki. Okay. Well, if you do that and you can read my energy through the podcast speakers, <laughs> please let us <laughs> let know. Let us know. I would love to know what color is coming out right now. I would too. Yeah. I wish I could see it. If not, maybe we can like... It's not blue. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's a rainbow. But I also think like everyone's colors are different. Like if you do see colors, like your color of whatever is different for like each person. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, don't know that's our, that's our episode. That was a lot of heavy and light stuff to talk about. But basically, if you go to a naturopath, that might be your experience. You so might be have to put your hand on the metal thing to read your energy. You may hear really sensitive personal information. <laughs> you also may figure out what your tongue is. And you may have a stressed out tongue. <laughs> and if you do, please let us know. Yes. Okay. Well... That's the whole story right now. To yeah. be continued. TBD. We love you guys. Not TBD. Yeah. To Wait, be no. Determined. TB... Yeah, that's to be determined. Yeah. What the It'd be in TBC prognosis to is. be continued. Yeah. I thought you were getting confused with CBD. <laughs> you should try like, CBD oil. Who knows? Not it's if it's for fixable. fertility, though. Not for fertility. Not for fertility. No, don't do it. Maybe we'll talk about that one day, though. We probably will. Okay. We love okay. you guys. Love you. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah. Last minute. Yeah. Follow us on Patreon. Subscribe. Buy us a drink. $2 a month and you can fund our wine drinking so that we are just more enjoyable to listen to slash keep us here and invested. And please follow us on Yep, I Did That podcast at Instagram and Twitter. And we want to hear all of your thoughts. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 